This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Allstate, two-year starter, and rush in for the big run and NFL vet. Is Dudeness or uh, Duder or... Uh... El Dudorino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's Blackshirt Jay Moore with Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio, Blackshirt Monday. Jay Moore with us, Blackshirt Husker NFLer in Big Red Wrap-Up at Jay Moore 44. Jay, have you warmed up from the weekend? How was the off week? Off week was good. No, I have warmed up. That was... Uh, you didn't try and golf in this, did you? No, I. You know, there's no way. Uh, I had an <laughs> opportunity to a couple of them, actually. Yeah, two different ones, and uh, I just said, "No thanks." Uh, when uh, you got a, a bum hip and the cold is just doesn't uh, work well. You need you know it needs to be above sixty degrees or no wind. You know, if it starts, you know, it gets into the upper forties, lower fifties. It better be pretty calm, otherwise it's. This time of year, too, if it would be different if it, if we were coming out of spring or coming out of winter, heading to spring, 50 degrees, a little wind feels pretty good. But after it's been, you know, 85 degrees here for a long time, that uh, those those 40-degree temps with, with the with the breeze, they don't feel too good. And I was I was walking my dogs out at Mahoney Park on, on Sunday morning as we are doing the big loop, walking past the golf course, and there was a, a good number of golfers out there at Mahoney on Sunday morning. The morning after the rain, it was cold, it was windy, and I just – Tip my cap on the kept walking said better you than me. It's not a yeah. golfing day for me. I I really yeah. should have made some chili over the weekend. I didn't, but it was a, it was a perfect chili weekend. It was good weekend of college football. Uh, if you love defense, you you saw that in Wisconsin. If you love offense, you got the uh, the future Big Ten bros in Oregon and Washington. Nebraska got to kick their feet up. And Jay, uh, a lot going on with Matt Rule today in his press conference and. I want to get into to the rabbit ears part of things with players and paying attention to social media or radio or message boards and all of that. There was a little bit of, of that when you played, but how much of it is a is a, a real issue? I mean, it, it is because rules talking about it, but you know what? You've got a sensitivity you could appreciate from the player's standpoint. And then, you know, the trying to get it fixed and the results on the field. What do you uh, make of, of all of that with kind of the the climate around the program the last few years? Well, there's something to it. I think nowadays it's 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 really difficult to kind of get yourself away from it, especially with NIL. You almost have to have a social media account to some extent, to some extent mm-hmm. if you want to make a few bucks. And I get that. Uh, you have to be – you, you probably have to set some boundaries up to keep yourself away from it. Otherwise, if you're not going to set up any boundaries or have someone else, you know, manage your account or whatever it may be, you got to be tough. You got to be tough minded because people, anyone, everyone can have, can have access to you. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to put a name behind it. It could be uh, it could be a fake name. It could be a burner account, whatever it is. People can get access to you. 
and you, you have to make a quick decision whether or not you want to listen to it. And some people might be motivated by the, the talk, whether it's negative or positive, because you can get a little complacent if you know you have a couple good weeks potentially. But you also could beat yourself down if uh, if you know you, you guys the team has struggled or you have struggled, and and you can kind of you can let that stuff eat you up. So I think this kind of depends on how you are as a person. I think if Coach Rule had his way. Uh, there'd be no access to social media. It's just, but it's just different time. Uh, different times. You know, I, it was easier to not pay attention to it. You know, 10, 15 years ago when I was playing, uh, there just wasn't as much. If you wanted to li- read something, you either had to have a message boards account or you had to read a physical newspaper. You know, that's just what it is. So, uh, it's always going to be chatter. I'll, I, I guarantee you. You know, uh, Georgia's dealing with negative chatter. Michigan's probably dealing with negative chatter. Ohio State, all the top teams, instead of a loss, there's still negative chatter out there as well. So I think it takes good programs, good coaches, and mental tough players just to kind of, if you see it, it's just kind of, it's got to be almost, you know, water off your back. No big deal. Well, Jay, have you seen what the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies fans did this year for Trey Turner? He was having a rough year, and then in one game, all the Phillies fans got together. They gave him a standing ovation every single at-bat he got up there, despite the fact that he was in probably the worst slump of his career, and he finished with a month and a half of fantastic baseball, and he, he has gone in, in post-game interviews and credited the fans with helping change his mindset. Is there something to that, feeling the the support of the fans behind you as opposed to hopping on social media and, and only seeing the negativity? Because whenever it, it affects a pro athlete at the stature of a guy like Trey Turner, you can only imagine what it does for college students. Sure. I, I That's cool that happened for him. I, I did not know that. And I think Philly fans get <laughs> some of the worst fans out there. But That's the last place cool I'd draft Jay Bird that would give uh, some love to a player that wasn't performing. Right. Very surprising on that one. But I, I think I think it would have a, a positive effect too. Like I said, it just – there's always there's necessary evils, right? And I think you got to take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, too much, you know. Uh, I always a little too much enthusiasm, false enthusiasm, as I like to say, is, is a problem. And too much negativity, you gotta you gotta take it in the right doses and the in the right time frame. But like I said, you got to utilize it to your advantage, whether it's negative or positive. If the positive, if you're haven't been uh, doing well, and you know you got some positive reinforcement, great, good good job, use it. Uh, like I said, if you ha- if you have been struggling, use that negativity to your advantage too. So, I, I, like I said, everyone takes it differently. I, I I I react probably better to to negative than I do positive. I just it's I remember my my worst plays and my worst moments better than I re- remember my better ones. So, uh, just everyone's different in those situations. One of the best terms ever on on the cesspool that is social media was from Scott Van Pelt. That guy's message board mad, you know, pointing out a fan, (laughs) pointing out a fan that was losing it over something that went wrong for uh, his team. But Nebraska is trying to stay grounded. They don't want to look too much into the future. Matt Rule doesn't want to focus on the big picture. The big picture eventually is going to be built on what happens today in practice, this week in practice in response to a team that's always seemed to have Nebraska's number when they need a win at their most, and that's Northwestern this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love this, his comments. It's always it's always easy, and it's easy for us as a fan base and as media to kind of look into the future. What does the rest of the schedule look like? I mean, we do it every week on, on Big Good Wrap-Up. What do the next six games look like? How many games do you think Nebraska can win? And honestly, it's you have, you have to talk about it, but 
from a, a realistic standpoint, you have to, it is, it's, 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 it's breaking it down. It's Northwestern is the most important game this week. And guess what's most, the most important thing today? Practice. Guess what's the most important thing tomorrow? Practice. Like there's just, I think uh, it's always, it's so, so easy to look in the near future and, and you got to stay nearsighted. You have to stay nearsighted. You have to, I always call them small wins, right? Win today, win, win Monday, win Monday's practice, win Tuesday's uh, weightlifting session, win, Tuesday, win Tuesday's uh, recovery session, win Tuesday's practice. It's little small, small victories. I, I'm sure everyone's seen the, you know, the Navy SEALs when they're in their buds training. They said the guys who look to the future they always are the ones that ring the bell and drop out. It's the guys who can just win small battles, the small challenges. It's the small ones. You just got to stay in the present and win the small ones and, and control the things you can control. But if you think you look into the future, it's like, man, how am I going to ever make it two weeks without, you know, only operating on, you know, four to eight or four hours of sleep, whatever it is that they do. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to just wear yourself out. So I love, you have to operate that. I think, uh, I think that's just kind of being in the zone. I think when teams, you know, you want to look at, a golfer playing well, they're never thinking about their final score. They're not thinking about how many holes they have left. It's just the next shot. What's my next shot look like? What's my next putt look like? They're not thinking about their overall score. It's always just finding those small battles and, and finding those small wins. And I couldn't agree more. That's what makes – that's that's mature thinking. That's uh, tough-minded thinking, mentally tough thinking. So once you get to that point, you're going to have a pretty mentally strong and a, and a pretty good program. Jay Moore with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska coming off the bye as we begin looking ahead to Northwestern. And Jay, tell me about the the mood around a team following a bye week. Because you hear it in sports a lot, rest versus rust. And you don't usually get that coming out of a bye week. It's usually a chance for you to get right as opposed for a chance to get rusty. But how do you make sure you don't come out of a bye week flat? Yeah, I think good teams and good coaches, you got to do, you definitely have to do a quick inventory of how things have gone the first six games, a self-scout. What have we done well? What do we need to improve on? And that's from a coaching standpoint and a team aspect. That's all three phases. You want to, you know, go a little more, you know, micro versus macro. It's like, how are we doing as a run? How are we in third and short situations? Just things you're, you got, you're always going to do that. You got to look at your health of your team. Do we need to push them? Can we push them? Or do we need to get healthy? I think Nebraska is in a, Offensively, they're beat up, but I think they're not in a situation where you can rest them. I think they you had to they need to get some good on good reps. Now, not a ton, but let's get out here and let's get a good hour work in of good, solid physical practice. Keep everyone off the ground, but we're gonna get some work in because you do not want to get rusty. You got to keep the eyes sharp. You got to keep the, the hand placement right, pad level right. Those things can quickly go away halfway through the season. You're you're dealing with some younger players, so you got to you got to stay on those. And then, like I said, you got. It's you, you get a couple time you know a couple days off you know you get to go home watch high school team play get some R and R and it's back it's it's time to go and it's I know they're back yesterday uh, getting getting a walkthrough in getting the game plan put together and they're on the field it's it's time to go uh, they can they can win this game just as easily as they can lose this game against Northwestern so nothing you can't be feeling yourself coming off a win you have to attention to detail and taking care of you know everything that matters the most and that's you know winning each and every day. Jay, how did you guys kind of have the the mentality to to to, to get rid of the complacency and, and focus in with games down the stretch and, and even bounce back after maybe misstepping? Yeah. It's 
it's a boring, <clears throat> mundane answer, but every week was the same. You approached it the same way, right? It's does it, it just you didn't matter if it was week one or week seven, week two or week nine. You approached the same way. Our game plans, the way we structured practices were the same. You didn't alter things because all of a sudden you were in, you know, different time frames. We prepared for Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game just the same way as we prepared for Louisiana Tech in week one. You know, it's just, it's not putting a certain situation on the pedestal. It's not making a bigger deal out of what it needs to be like. Uh, you just, you prepare it. I think you, mature teams and good teams, and I would say we were fairly mature. We were an older team, you know, in the last couple of years. And we just approached practice the right way. We prepared the right way. Uh, guys were, you know, guys got mad if they, they they screwed something up in practice. You know, it wasn't just slough it off and let's go to the next play. It's like, no, we need to redo that so I get it right. I need to know I can do it right in practice. Otherwise, that play's called in the game. I don't want to have to be thinking about, you know, that I, that I messed this, this, this scheme up in practice. I don't want to slow my thinking down. So, uh, I think it's just it's it's a multiple it's multiple things, but essentially, it's every week's the same. Prepare the same way, take care of your things individually, and if everyone has that same approach, usually going to be pretty solid. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Jay Moore's with us. Hail Varsity Radio at Jay Moore forty four on Twitter's where you find him. Jay, as you look towards Northwestern and uh, Nebraska is going to get Reimer back, that's big. Uh, defensively, that's going to be the strength. But what's your outlook like for the offense as as Nebraska is into that second season now? Yeah. <laughs> I really just want them to take care of the football. That's what the most important thing. <laughs> Burn some time, punt it inside the 20. Yeah. And just, and just score, score enough. Score enough. Just score enough points. I, I, I'm not going to sit here. Yeah, would I like them to, you know, start scoring 35 points a game and, you know, 500 yards offense? That'd be great. That's just not going to happen. And I don't think rules want – it's going to It's going to be uh, – that tempo's not going to happen. Uh, you got to win, you know, in the ways that you, you think you can win and you know you can win, and that's – you got to be able to take care of the football. You got to be able to run, run the football, and own the time for possession, and let your defense go to work. Because that's the strength of your team. Uh, I, you know, just with the injuries on the offensive side, you know, losing Marcus Washington, losing uh, Ramirez Johnson and Gabe Irvin, and you know, some other guys are banged up. I know Ethan Piper's playing with a broken hand, and uh, you're playing a backup quarterback essentially. It's you got you got to find ways, and I think they're finding ways. And if they can just take care of the football, and and you know the pre-snap penalties, you know, where you're getting the false starts, those, uh, if you can clean those up, they're going to be just fine. But there's, you're playing younger players and, and you're getting a new offense. You're going to, you're going to have some issues. I just, I just think take care of the football. And literally, <laughs> I mean, just, I, I think if Nebraska honestly gets three touchdowns the rest of the year on offense, they're going to be pretty darn good. I mean, realistically thinking, if they can score 21 points the rest of the year, I think they're going to be okay. We're going to be in uh, in great positions to to win, you know, five out of the six last, uh, you know, of these opponents. You mean you mean 21 points per game, correct? Yes. What did I say? You, you said you scored. 
I assumed you meant per he, game. He the rest expanded of the year. on it, but I was a little concerned. You meant three total touchdowns across six no, 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 games, 20, and I was like, two, two field goals, baby. Give <laughs> yeah, me two no, no, field no, no, goals no, again. Yeah, no, let's let's clarify there. I, I need to clarify because I didn't have I I misspoke on bigger wrap up last week, and I didn't did do a good job of clarifying, and I cut hell for that too. So uh, <laughs> saying, you know, I I said that. Nebraska hasn't had a road conference win in many, many years. I was referring to a win at Illinois in many, many years. And I was quickly reminded that they won at Rutgers and Iowa this, you know, last year. So, no, 21 points. If they can score three touchdowns every game in this last six games, I think they'll be okay. I really do. That's well, a good well, number. Realistically, what do you think about a, a 21 number in the West? I think that would give Nebraska a really good chance with its defense to go win all six games. But the question to me, Jay, is how realistic is 21 points a game and in, in and are you comfortable putting your defense in a position to go win you those six games? You really like what the defense has, and I think the defense understands what its mission is going to have to be over the, the remaining six games. But do you like the defensive chances to go out there and win you six ball games to go close the season? Because I think based on what we saw this weekend with Maryland falling to Illinois, Wisconsin's offense really looking really, really bad against Iowa – I think the the chances that Nebraska's defense can go out and get you six wins to close the year, while well, that's still distant, it's better than I thought it was last week. Yeah, I no, I think it's I'm totally fine with that. Like I said, if we win ten to seven, hey, awesome. Fifteen to six, great. Whatever it may be, I, I'm totally okay. I think they're going to have to this this the rest of the season. This is the way the season's gone. It's it's solely on the defensive shoulders, right? Just keep playing good. You've seen the two best offenses that you're going to see uh, knocking on wood, right? I mean, you saw Colorado and Michigan, but let's be honest, Northwestern and Purdue, you know, have, has they're, they're okay. They weren't great against Ohio State this last this last week at home, but you're going to be you're going to have a chance to, you know, continue to play well. You're not you're not seeing uh, top 25 offenses, so I, I, I'd be okay. I'm totally fine with that. If they just keep doing their thing, everyone stays healthy, young guys keep coming along. I love the fact that they got some turnovers created against Illinois. They're going to have to keep doing that. But no doubt in my mind, if this defense continues to play well. They're in every game this year. I love this build mentality by rule, and it's it's immediate in the moment. And, yeah, I mean, you have the opportunity as we can talk about the future, the big picture, and uh, – the, the West is is still gettable for Nebraska and, and a lot of other teams right now. And it's it starts with Northwestern, and that's been a team that's been a, a pain in the neck for Nebraska. It's been, it's been a team or a game that Nebraska has overlooked or not done the little things right that has allowed Northwestern some upset wins or some miraculous comebacks. And I, I guess I don't worry about that as much with this regime because of how pinpoint they are with the, the – the little things, the details. Last thought here, Jay, we'll get you out. But a wild week six in the NFL. Uh, your Niners took one on the chin with Cleveland at the buzzer. Philly got stunned by the Jets. But you've just got parody, dude. And you see it in the NFL where there's razor-thin margin for error. What's your backup quarterback or your number two guy do? And I know you lived it in the NFL, but so far it's been a wild ride of must-see finishes. Yeah. I mean, you have the Niners getting beat by the Browns and they lose two of their best offensive players. The, you know, the Eagles go on the road and lose the Jets. It's just kind of just one of those weird weeks. 
Um, I love the fact that the Bengals are getting their getting their feet. You know, there seems like they're becoming what we we know them as. And you know, with Joe Burrow getting healthy and getting reps and just getting comfortable again at the timing with his guys. And you know, Jamar Chase is still, you know, if not one of the best the best wide receivers in the NFL. So it's fun to see them finally get going again. But it's just it's tough, man. It is so hard. Injuries uh, when you're when you're only able to you know suit up 46 guys on a on a Sunday or a Monday or Thursday, whatever that day might be. It's it's you're beat up and you're you got to play younger players and newer players. It's it's a it's a grind and you, you're going to see that you, the Cowboys uh, Chargers tonight on Monday night should be interesting. But listen, it, any I think you know with 17 games now, teams just are just just get us to the playoffs, man. Mm. You know if we can, we can win the division, great, and maybe catch a bye. If not, man, let's just get to the playoffs and keep healthy. It's you know those the days of teams going 16, 17, and 0 now, uh, I, I think are long are long gone. I thought I honestly thought how good the Niners have played early. My gosh, they could potentially have a shot, but obviously that's done now, mm-hmm. and they got to figure out if McCaffrey and Debo Samuel are able to uh, how long they're going to be out because otherwise that offense is going to struggle uh, even even more. I know they've been they've been really good, but they struggled in the second half of that game without those two guys in there, and and that you know that 49ers defense is fantastic. So. It's just that time of the year, man. Every injuries and it's just weird. You know, the Giants looking halfway decent at the Bills last night. The Bills able to get it done. So it's just any any given week, any given day. Uh, you just you just never know because a week the the season's so long. You can catch some good teams slipping. It just happens. It's just part of the season. And but that's that's why you have seventeen games to play. You don't need to win them all. You just got to win enough of them to make the playoffs and see what happens. Jay Moore with us, Black Shirt Husker NFLer, Big Red Wrap-Up at Jay Moore 44. Jay Bird, we'll see you on Big Red Wrap-Up this week and check in next time. Thanks again. Thanks, boys. Gotta love Jay Moore, Black Shirt Husker NFLer, and appreciate his time. Get the podcast with Hale Varsity Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, download, tell a buddy, and uh, subscribe that way. It doesn't cost you anything. Hail Varsity YouTube channel and give us a follow the Hail Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio.